cheerio. How y'all doing? It's your girl, Nicole Patrice. I'm here. Um, another episode of Chilling Venus Mas Finas. And um, yeah, so uh, as many of you may have seen, or some of you may have seen, um, I made an appearance on um, my friend Real Allen Podcast, Channel 914. Give it up. Woo! Yay. Um, so my brother, we talked a little bit about a few things and hopefully y'all checked it out. I appreciate the people who did watch it. Um, and if you haven't, it's still up there. Uh, channel 914 is on my playlist as well on my YouTube channel. So if you subscribe to my YouTube, you should see that I added that to my playlist. So all in all, we had a great conversation. Um, we talked about a few things. And, you know, I got a little bit of ADHD. I can admit that. I can admit that. Um, that, um, you know, I be all over the place. So sometimes I have a thought and I'll lose that thought. So that's why, I, like, I'll interrupt people and I, like, I'll be rambling and shit. Like, no shade to you. Like, if I interrupt you while you're talking, sometimes I just, like, no, I'm not going to remember this really great point I was going to make. So, like, please let me say it now or I'll never remember so that's kind of what happened like when we were talking about um the rap girls I definitely wanted to kind of come back around to that point but the conversation got away from us and it was a good thing it was a beautiful conversation and I enjoyed it very much and I thank him for having me and I thank y'all for checking it out and I thank y'all for checking me out today yay um but okay so the thing is we were talking about, you know, the girls in hip hop. And he was saying he was sitting there, you know, listening to like he was at a friend's house and he was playing a lot of female, you know, rappers, women rappers. And he basically was saying like, you know, everything he heard was about sex and money. And I wanted to kind of touch on that point, but we got off into something else. So I decided to go ahead and talk about that today a little bit. Not my whole life fell down, y'all. Fuck that light. We ain't need it anyway. <laughs> so I wanted to talk about that today. <laughs> Bro, my whole light just fell down. Like this, this, see what I'm saying? Y'all gotta help me. Help me, okay? Anyway, so fuck that light. Y'all know I'm beautiful on this side. It just ain't got no lighting over here. Fuck. I really want to pick that light up so bad, but I'm gonna move on. <sighs> This so bootleg. This what y'all get. This what y'all get. Y'all, if y'all don't share my videos and if y'all don't publicly like them and publicly enjoy them, because it's okay, y'all inbox me, y'all text me, y'all DM me, you know, you watch my stories. Ooh, great, ooh, great. That's great. You can private privately like me, but like public acknowledgement is, is what helps me get my shit out there and helps me, you know what I'm saying? Y'all can spread all that bullshit every time Kanye say some shit, you motherfuckers is hitting share. Every time it's some shit y'all don't like, y'all motherfuckers is hitting share. But then you want to secretly like my shit. I don't understand the shit, but it's okay. It's all good. I ain't holding it against you, but I'm going to pray for you, okay? I'm going to pray for your soul. Um, anyway, my life's gone. I, hopefully I still look pretty good here. So it's the dark side of the moon over here, but fuck all of that. So anyway, back to what I was saying. So we were talking about all of the rap girls are talking about sex and, and money. And so I wanted to get into that and break that down. Cause that's like, you know, you people say that shit just like black on black crime. And it's one of the things that go over your head. Like, okay, yeah, it's a lot of black on black crime, but like, what about the fact that there's white on white and Chinese on Chinese and whatever, whatever. Like I just saw, I finally watched a whole episode with Amanda Seals on Don't Call Me White Girl. That was pretty good. Amanda did a good job because I was definitely not feeling Amanda for a minute. I was like, there's something's wrong with this chick. She a little off, a little, she a little agitated, a little off. But then I listened to myself and I watched myself on the podcast and I'm like, bitch, you're giving Amanda Seals. You're giving angry black woman that hates black men. No, I am not. I love black men. Let's never get that twisted because baby, the shit that I've gone through with black men, okay, I have to love y'all to keep coming back and not going out here and fully dragging Negroes all over the place. So all of that to say, 
Um, are women in hip hop only selling sex and money? And if they are, why? I just want to dig into that a little bit. So I, I made notes today, y'all. I'm reading this shit. Hey. Um, so, okay. So we had this conversation about, you know, jazz being dead. People say this about blues being dead. Um, and so recently somebody inboxed me and was like, did you see Wizkid, who is like an Afrobeat singer or whatever from Nigeria, was saying that hip hop is dead and that he doesn't listen to hip hop. And so this clearly caused some kind of uproar within the Nigerian uh, rap community or whatever. And man, I tried to find some videos on that shit just to see what the reactions were and what people were saying. But every, no shade, but every video was some thick ass accent. And I was lost. I was like more lost than I was when I started. So I was like, okay, fuck this. I just need to find me an article to read. But we'll get into that. So is hip hop dead? Like we've had this conversation before and like, and is it because we just talking about sex and money or what? Now, most women, my idea of this is we already know that it's been a staple of hip hop. Like it's so prevalent that we're, they always talk about sex and money. Right. And so most women in hip hop are still subject to a male dominated industry. So let's get that right. Right. The industry, the women that come into the industry aren't, you know, they're not coming, they're not making it up to your billboard charts and your hot 100s and your radio play without dealing with men. Like, let's just, so it's not like these women are just coming straight in and they got their own group of women who can all like rely on each other as a community and like there's no male influence and, you know, they're not trying to sell to male uh, patrons, you know, like women have to deal with men if they're going to make it in music. That's just a fact. Until women are able to be in those positions of distribution and production and management and A&R and all of that stuff, then we're just kind of still subject to what men allow us to do in the industry. Just to make it plain. I don't give a fuck who you're talking about. You can talk about a Beyonce. You can talk about a Megan Thee Stallion. You can talk about a Lizzo. Every last one of them got a man that got their hands right on what the hell they doing. And at the end of the day, some man is probably the last word on what get released and what doesn't. Yes, your queen Beyonce still got to go through somebody to put stuff out. Now, of course, she has more leverage because of her talent and her um, success in the past. But let's not get it confused. Where did she, how did she build to that success? Through influence of men. You don't think Jay-Z got nothing to do with her releases? You are delusional. You don't think, you know, whoever runs her management, I don't know who's been, I believe she's under Rock Nation. Like you don't think, and then so Jay-Z is under, if he if he's managing an artist on Rock Nation, his, he's under a subsidiary, he's a subsidiary under another company, right? So like when you're going through your distribution, you you have to touch one of these, it's only like 10 major or five major media companies in the world. So whoever you are, if you're in a public eye, whatever you're doing, especially as a black person, and then definitely as a black woman, you are under the influence of white men and the you're under the influence of men who, if they are black, are under the influence of white men. So let's like not be delusional about that fact, right? So that being said, most women are still subject to a male-dominated industry. Therefore, we're going to put out what men approve of. Argue me down. Let me know if I'm if I'm off here. So when you talk about female MCs, you know, what subject matter have we already seen have success in the industry before female MCs even got a chance to really blow up in the game like they've been doing recently, right? Especially you're talking about now. You got so many women out at one time right now, as opposed to back in the 90s when it was like a woman here or there, and then they would end up beefing, you know what I mean? Like, but now you got a few girls that'll click up, even though they end up falling out later, i.e. Cardi B and Nicki Minaj, or Nicki Minaj and Megan Thee Stallion, or Nicki Minaj and Lotto. Oh, is they all Nicki Minaj? Is it everybody just beefing with Nikki? <laughs> JT ended up beefing with Cardi because of Nikki. Like Nikki seems to be the one keeping up the shit right now. But other than that, like in when Nikki was at her peak, and I spoke on that on um on Rail's podcast, she wasn't really in a she wasn't real she was in the position where she could have shaded other females, but it wasn't a whole lot of other females out to be shading, you know what I mean, at that time. So now that there are other girls, it seemed like now she's taking her chance to throw shots at them and now she, but she's already on her decline. So it's like, you know. This all just all is not good for you, Nikki. So I feel like when you look at somebody like her, she's acting like some of these men want her to act or if she's not acting like a man. And I say that to say 
men, I've dealt with enough men in business, music and otherwise, to realize that men tend to be a little bit confused about separating business from pleasure. Okay, so let's get into that. So you look at Nicki Minaj, she was under Birdman, Wayne, Drake, all of them, right? Um, Drake was always hitting on her in the raps, right? Wayne was always hitting on her in the raps, right? Like, when was she not being sexualized by the men that were her label mates, right? And you could say, oh, well, that's just part of the deal. And, you know, she allowed it and she she liked it. She, you know, her lyrics were sexually suggestive, so she invited that, blah, blah, blah. But, like, you don't actually know that she did. And I do remember seeing an interview in which Nikki was like, she got her butt done because Wayne would talk about how flat her ass was. Like, where is that appropriate in what setting? He not going to do that to another nigga on the label. He's going to be like, look at your little chicken legs. You need to go lift, bro. Do you even lift? Like, he not going to do that. Men will do a lot of shit to women in business settings that they would never do to another man because clearly it's about physical attraction and the idea that women are supposed to be subjective and we're supposed to be aesthetically pleasing and sexually pleasing to the men around us and that you 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 can argue me down on that but the like there's countless scenarios in which this has come to light in the industry you know with celebrities and in my own life i've had certain situations and we'll get into that um so nikki you know, already said, like, they was talking about her body. She got her body done. Every song, they're talking about how they want to do with her. her and then she encouraged it and she fell into it because I feel like Nikki's kind of weak-minded. I don't give a fuck. Barbs, you can suck my dick. Um, so <laughs> You can suck my clit, okay, Barbs? Because I'm not doing that. Like, y'all y'all delusional as fuck because you're following and you're culting with a delusional-ass woman. Um, but, yeah, so... And I mean, not to like, it's so many women who have fallen prey to that shit. And it's just, it's very prevalent. I saw a clip with um, Maya where she was saying, fuck the industry. That's why she got blackballed. That's why people try to change the perception of her. They try to make her look like she a bad guy because she didn't want to sell her soul. Meaning she wanted to protect who she was as a person and protect her spirit and her eternal soul and her afterlife um, versus trying to get her reward here on earth with these, you know, devils in the industry. And so when you look at women in rap, like, okay, so you had like Sylvia Robinson, right? She was a pioneer. She's, um, she was like an R&B artist and a writer. And then she became like A&R and started her own label with her husband, Joe Robinson. Um, and then they also had another investor. His name was like Milton Malden. And then they were financed by Morris Levy of Roulette Records, who I ain't gonna say the word, but y'all know he wanted them people. Okay. So the, these people, you know, when they finance you and your label, they now have their hands on everything. You know what I mean? Like, that's who you got your money from. You got to pay to play. And so whoever put the money up really got the last word. You know what I mean? You start a business, you got um, five investors and say two of them investors gave 50 percent and then the rest of them gave the other 50 split. You know what I mean? Like them, them the, the lesser shares are going to have the least influence. Like it's that's common sense, right? So when you talk about what these labels are doing and what these artists are doing and why the women in the industry don't X, Y, Z, you really have to look at the fact that women have been oppressed on so many levels. It's the same conversation you can have about black men, but we're talking about black women right now. And so when we're oppressed on all those levels, we're not going to have the finance and we're not going to have the backing. We're not going to have the network. You got women who want to be catty against each other. So it's not like we're going to link up and just like take over some shit together because when does it when does it happen? When it does happen, you got men getting in the shit, starting shit. Like you had 50 Cent come out going, I know you ain't going to let her talk to you like this. Uh, he was talking to Nikki about um, some line that um, Kim threw out on her remix of Plan B, trying to say she's talking about her kids. And like, so you got men that will insert themselves in situations to create more beef between two women. I've seen that happen in my real day-to-day -day life where men, you know, if they can't sleep with one girl, they'll take the, they'll triangulate. That's narcissism, right? They'll triangulate and they'll point these two women to each other and get them to fight each other so that, you know, he can have something to laugh at or get off on later. You know what I mean? So it's, it's real sick out here, okay? So let's just stop acting like these people aren't narcissists. They don't triangulate. They don't cause beef between women because there are plenty of others who start these beef between women. And a lot of the times, they're men. Argue me down. I don't... Come on. Come with it. Um. So 
Sylvia Robinson, she wrote uh, like Pillow Talk for Al Green. He declined that song because he said it was too sexy for him. Mm, okay. Hot grits. Um, <laughs> and then uh, she started the label and then the label went through some shit. You can find a history. I'll put, I hopefully remember to put the link, but I found uh, a little like 30 minute or less like little documentary on um, how she pioneered Sugar Hill Records, which obviously gave you the Sugar Hill Gang and birthed hip hop as we know it, right? So she was very influential. You don't hear her name as much as you should, but basically she's the godmother of hip hop, right? And it's the same thing we can say about the blues, gospel, rock and roll. You got Rosetta Tharp. Um, you got um, Big Mama Thornton, right? As the godmother of blues, you got Rosetta Tharp as the godmother of rock and roll. So it's like, it's wild to me that women are literally birthing things. Like we're on our Eve arc, you know what I mean? Where we're birthing things and we're the first to do something. And then literally it's taken away from us by men, black or others, right? And so like her studio got like burned to the ground. Like it was just really sad. Like whatever happened, I don't know, you know, I can get into all of that. But it's like, it's just wild to me that this woman could be the mother of hip hop or godmother of hip hop, like started this shit from the ground in, in New York. And she not like in an everyday conversation about the shit. And then, and then you look at hip hop overall and how women have just been pretty much put as the underdogs, you know, the, 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 the bottom of the, the pyramid. Right. And so when hip hop started out and let me go back when I said Eve. So when you talk about an Eve art, I'm not meaning it as in literally in Genesis, like we, you know, gave Adam the apple and caused all his demise. Cause that's bullshit. And that's part of the problem that we still haven't as far as how we look at women and deal with women to this day, because we're still living on that E shit. That's why I say women get into your Lilith energy, okay? Because screw it. Because you know what I mean? Because the Eve shit ain't working. And they, they're the Madonna complex and all of that shit just plays into it, like how men deal with women. Like y'all keep looking at women as like the troublemakers of your shit instead of like who could actually give you creativity and birth things that, you know, were beyond your, even your own um, conscious beyond your own you know wildest dreams like we could we are the we are the mothers of everything like you don't get nothing on earth without women like i i argue me argue me down like for real like anybody that's paying attention knows that women we start shit we get shit actually fucking done like we can make men aware of like the things that are missing in the world and get them to do things and get things done but at the end of the day like women are usually the catalyst if not the birthers of a lot of things that we we benefit from to this day so that being said like even if you look at um biology right when you're born everybody starts out with a female phenotype like you're all women that's why men have nipples that's why your scrotum looks like it got zipped up because it used to be a vajayjay, right? You were a woman in your, in, you know, as a zygote, right? So everything started with women. The woman is God. You want to argue that down? That's fine. But I mean, the science is all there, okay? So I know that gets real triggering and real touchy, but ladies, y'all know what the fuck I'm saying, right? <laughs> so fuck them. Um, <laughs> that's the energy. You know, they don't, they don't get it. Move along till you find one that, that, that doesn't respect it. Because there are plenty of men out here who get it and respect it. Um, so anyway, and they know it deep down inside. That's why they be running away scared. Because they know they got to come correct. All right. When you, especially when you're dealing with a sister that, you know, she got her head on straight. She intellectual. She know how to articulate. She know, she got a good soul. She got a good spirit. You already know then you're going to have to come correct. And so that's why, you know, a lot of these men will try to manipulate, will try to berate, will try to, um, you know, throw dirt on your name because they couldn't get whatever they wanted to get up out of you. Okay. So back to what I was saying. Um, so Women were the blueprint. Women are the fucking blueprint, period. Scientifically, in business, in, in all type of creative fucking forms, like women are the blueprint. Um, so we look at then how that causes like violence against women and this like this 
you know, the men who don't want to use women's energy in a um, community community type way in a um what's the word I'm looking for in a harmonic way and to be in harmony with women they go against women right and so that's what you're looking at you're looking at a lot of men that are just at odds and squared off with women not saying women don't take the initiative to square off but I just want to say that men did it first okay men did it first so you can sit here and try to act like you don't remember none of the history but men have have been historically oppressing and abusing women especially the women who don't fit their their mold who don't follow their rules and it's it's wild to me that men who are not even like they you're not my husband you're not my boyfriend you're not my daddy you're not my son like you ain't even we ain't got no other deal in it we just you know associating or whatever and i've dealt with men that really just want to fucking pull a string on you and make you do things for them and it's like uh why do i owe you anything sir you're not that's my rule. I'm not arguing with a nigga that ain't ain't making me come and ain't making me no money. You got to do one of the two. You making me money or you making me come? I'm not going back and forth with you. It's going to be, I'm going to shut the fuck down and you're going to be talking to yourself. Because um, I'm too old for that. You're not going to get my blood pressure up. That's fucking stupid. And you putting wrinkles in my face. I'm not doing all of that. Okay. So violence against women prominently you know what i'm saying being attacked by men when they don't comply it happens all the time um there was you know you you, you could pull up any motherfucking uh, old source article interview with any of these niggas and see how many times they didn't put their hands on a woman okay and i mean like don't don't hit me with the oh she started it blah blah like no a lot of times guys be putting their hands on women and threatening women and getting fucking you know trying to intimidate them and puffing your fucking chest out and it literally just be, she said something and now you ready to fucking throw her out a fucking window. Like, cause y'all can't handle y'all fucking emotions and y'all can't fucking communicate what the fuck you trying to communicate. Not all of y'all, but some. And it's a lot of these men in the motherfucking industry, right? I mean, like a lot of these industries attract, it's just like um, pedophiles, right? You find so many of these pedophiles that work in schools, right? People get attracted to where they can do the thing that they want to do. Like you align with that, right? So you you a fucking perv. You're going to try to figure out if you ain't got caught put on the sex registry yet, you're going to try to find you a job in the school so you can have access to all the little kids you want to have access to. So it's the same thing. If you're a man who likes to uh 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 control women and beat women and and, and, and you know dominate women you're gonna find an industry or somewhere where you can dominate women so of course you're gonna end up a pimp or some type of um you know in the fucking strip club or you're gonna end up in the music industry, because a lot of these strippers now are becoming artists, right? You look at uh, Cash Doll and Cardi B. No shade. I love both of them as artists. I really, man, I love me some Cash Doll. She's so fucking raw. But anyway, so like you look at this and these men are attracted to this industry because they like, okay, these are women. I found me this chick. She want to rap. You know what I'm saying? I could be her this. I could protect her. And it's the whole thing with like pimping, right? Like pimps were... They didn't have no, no fucking business or commodity of their own except for threatening this woman and making her think that she needed him for protection or whatever else and protection from who usually other fucking men right <laughs> you know what i mean like women don't need protection from a man from other women women need protection from men from other men so let like let's get that fucking through your head women are fucking abused and dominated and like exploited you know what i mean and in almost every fucking industry there is and it's crazy because we nine times out of 10 pioneered and started the very thing that we're being gatekept from. Okay. So a lot of people who literally hate women are in the music industry. So I like, let me give an example. I was personally, um, like myself, my personal situation, I was in a band Well, I was, you know, we were in a band, we were practicing doing rehearsals, trying to, you know, get out there. Right. So I found this guy, I forgot how I found him online probably. And he played guitar and it was another guy that played guitar in the band. He was an older guy, but they had like a, you know, a relationship that had gone back for years. So they were very solid and together. Right. And so then here I come now as like the third wheel or the third leg, whatever. And so me and this guy or me and the other guys, we were rehearsing for months and everything was cool and kosher. And then we had found like a drummer or he thought he had a drummer, but we were like, okay, well, we don't have a drummer for whatever reason, whatever happened. And so this guy says, well, you know, we need to rehearse with a drummer. And I'm like, well, my dad's a drummer. I could ask him. And like, I know how my dad is. Like, he don't like wasting his time. He's very like, you know, like what, like, you know, 
I don't got time for no bullshit, right? And so he um he he did me the favor, which I'm like, okay, I owe him and I like I'm doing this and I know that like I don't wanna piss my dad off fucking with this nigga. So I, you know, very much made it clear, like my dad's coming, he's doing us a favor. He doesn't actually want to be here, but he's doing us the favor. And you know, like let's all be grateful, right? And so everybody was grateful and cool and I like I you know, I didn't expect it to be no bullshit either, but I just, you know, it was like, I'm just letting you know, my dad, like, you know, I'm, please don't like fucking embarrass me and make me regret this. Right. So my dad comes, he's bringing his own, um, kit, like literally he's bringing his own kit. He's bringing, um, no, I think the guy did have a kit. I think my dad was just bringing like a, a one drum and like, like a snare or something and like a cymbal or something that they didn't have. Right. And so my dad was doing, you know, he was helping us out. Everything was cool. The vibe was cool. Every, you know, we were rehearsing and everything seemed well. But then I noticed like the guy, the, the guy I'm talking about, let's just call him uh roscoe <laughs> roscoe decided he was gonna start like getting real like antsy about like shit and he was like he was like i found another drummer and we like it was just out of the blue it was like i found another drummer and we don't need your dad no more and his tone was like super disrespectful and he's like well he go his symbol he can take his shit back and, blah, blah, blah. and i'm like bro like where is this coming from so like I, I, in retrospect i think he was starting to feel like he was losing authority and control because like if you think about it you have two people versus two people like he was clicked up with the other old man and now i got my old man and so it's like now you know we got equal voices that might come and, you know, try to tear up our thing and try to dominate the the group or whatever. So I don't think he liked the power, like how the power, uh, he felt that the power, uh, was shifting. Right. So I said, okay, wow. All right. You acting a little weird. I told my dad what he said. And he was like, okay, cool. Fuck them niggas. I'm like, all right, well, thanks anyway, dad. So that was that. And I thought that was the end of it. And we went back to rehearsing and then he had like another drummer who had like stood him up. Like he went through like two or three more drummers after that, but whatever. So I think we finally got a drummer and me and the drummer were cool. Um, and then we like got another, like, I don't know if it was a bass player. I think it was. So finally we got like a bass player. And so like, I'm thinking, okay, we already, so this whole time before these guys came in, I was basically doing woman duties, right? As the woman, I was kind of already expected like, oh, you can do that. So I, and I didn't mind at all because I like, um, um, you know, I'm pretty good with most administrative work. I like, I, you know, I took classes and shit. So I like, I know how to use, I'm a master at Excel. I'm very good at spreadsheets. So I was organizing like our song list and like, um, you know, and like when I say song, list, like I had that shit down, like I had it shit organized by artists, uh, genre, uh, key, key changes. I had that shit organized so you could know which songs you could, um, you know, you could, uh, uh mix into and do the key you know the 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 uh transitions into like that shit was very well organized like and you would have thought he would have been thankful for that he never was um but it was cool i wasn't tripping so i was keeping all that together and so of course when new members come on i ask them for their contact information and i mean when i tell you this man like went into like a fucking like you can see him just become so tight and he's like you don't you i can i'll get their information i'll get it to you you don't ask them for information i was like what i was like bro like what are you tripping about like this is what i've been doing i've been keeping our contact list together i've been keeping all of our stuff organized for us to communicate i've been sending emails like i don't i don't know what the problem is so he was like no um i'm gonna if you get their information i'm gonna watch you put it in the computer and i'm like all right cool even though this whole time he was an editor he was a co-editor on the file it's google Docs, so it's like you have it in the cloud like sir you can go right in there and do whatever the fuck you want to do i don't know what you're tripping about you can see everything i'm doing so whatever fine so he's like i want to see you do it and da, 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 da. like somehow i was gonna i don't know like put the wrong names in there or fuck it up somehow and like like nigga, i created the doc like i'm the owner of the document anyway like and you're you're i'm sharing it with you like there's nothing for you to be tripping about so he says you know no he has a whole tantrum i think i'm mad too because i bought everybody donuts that day and he was like really like you know he was like super tense like oh my god like i don't know i felt think he felt like i was like trying to like you know uh coax the other guys to be like on my side and like i don't know everything just became very much he's the aries so roscoe was tripping okay um like everything became very combative like from my, the situation with my dad like ongoing so it's just everything became a war so he says 
after we had the rehearsal and he was tripping, he's like, come to my house and we'll go over the document. And I'm like, whatever. So I don't even know why I entertained this bullshit because it was so stupid, but I'm like, fine, whatever. So his house is a few blocks away. So we went to his house and I'm already just like, not wanting to be there. I'm just like, let me just hurry up and do this shit so I can leave. So I'm like, all right, here, I'm putting it in there. And he's like over my shoulder, like breathing while I'm like trying to put the shit in the system, type, 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 right? And so the motherfucker is like, He's just in my ear. And I can't remember specifically what he said, but at some point I just got tired of it. I was just like, look, I'm done. Like, he was like, so he was, I was like, I'm done. Like, I'm almost done. I don't know why you're tripping. And like, he just kept trying to argue with me about something. I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was something to do with the file. It was so dumb though. Like, whatever it was, it was clearly just him wanting to fucking start a fight, right? And so... And I do remember the other band member saying something about to me on the side, like, oh, he has a crush on you, da 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 So, you know, I mean, can't blame him. Look at me, okay? So this is the problem that I have as an attractive female trying to do music is, like, you can't usually separate these niggas that want to sleep with you from these niggas who trying to be on business because a lot of them will start out trying to be business, but then somehow, some way, you stare at them too long, you look them in their eyes too hard, and now it's like he in love, he hear a lyric, you roll, and he think that shit about his stupid narcissistic ass, and now he thinking he finna fucking touch on you and, and be with you like no nigga get your dumb stanking ass away from me so whatever happened this nigga just is tripping so he going in going in and i'm like look I, you need to stop talking to me like this and so he was like if you don't like it you could leave and i'm like okay so i get up <laughs> like he thought i was gonna beg him to stay like get your goofy ass out here i want to be here so i'm like i get up i'm like okay soon as i stand up he was like sit your ass down i'm like what who the fuck you think you talking to so this nigga stepped back and he was like, his dog come in the room. Like, you gonna sit your dog on me, nigga? I'm finna go. And so I get up, I start walking. And he was like, he went and got his gun. Like, he was like, I'm gonna get my gun. And I was like, go get it. I'm like, go get it. And I just kept walking. He, I was like, go get it. He's like, you better not fucking leave it. Come fucking back. I'm like, I ain't fucking leaving. I'm gonna get my gun. Go fucking get it, nigga. You got to shoot me in my back walking out this motherfucker because I'm gone. And so I left. And... This motherfucker really threatened me with a gun, bro. So I left, and that was the end of it. This motherfucker called me, like, months later, inboxed me months later. I'm sorry, da 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 No, he didn't apologize. The old man apologized for him. He's sorry. He was tripping, da 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 Nigga, all of them motherfucking messages got left on fucking red. Like, fuck you, niggas. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you ain't never... You only got one time to motherfucking look like you finna try to put fucking put harm on me. For me to, like, I'm not fucking finna play with y'all because I lived through that before where a nigga didn't threaten to do some shit and I, I, I listened to them excuses of, oh, it was just, I was just mad, da 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 da. And then I come back to pay for it later with broken noses and broken eye sockets and, you know what I'm saying, being hospitalized and shit. Like, no. I'm not doing it. Like, you know what I mean? So as soon as I, as soon as I see you can't control yourself, as soon as I see that you like to argue, as soon as I see you can't fucking have a rational, logical conversation and identify what's upsetting you without making it my problem, you know what I mean? I'm done. Especially you a man because you're dangerous as fuck. You're volatile. And I think that's what James Cameron was kind of hitting at when he was saying men need to be, uh, uh, you know, um, a lot of uh, testosterone is toxic so I don't like what he was saying because like men do need testosterone for vital like bodily functions and shit and procreation and etc but I do understand like men are driven a lot by this masculine energy and but 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 the problem is that they're acting they're doing it in a feminine way i think i saw a clip where a guy was talking about like a lot of these men in jail are in jail because they are using feminine mechanisms with masculine energy like they're they're they have feminine they're processing their emotions in a feminine way and therefore are but they're powered with masculinity so then it just they're more dangerous than women like as women we can act all petty and violent and, and you know what i'm saying and get passive aggressive and all that shit but that's like we'll be more passive aggressive other than aggressive but men will take all that catty shit and that fucking anger you know that women would have and these really volatile emotions where they're out of control but they respond in a very feminine way but they have that masculine energy to back it up so therefore it's dangerous because now you could go kill a nigga because you know you ain't like how he was looking at you like you little bitch so <laughs> you little bitch so anyway 
Um, so yeah, so it's a lot of men that actually hate women in the industry. It's a lot of men that get further up into the industry and they have accumulated power and they've accumulated women. And then, so they, it just gets, it's not like it gets better. It gets worse. They get more and more bold with their bullshit. So it's plenty of women. Like you look at, um, Lotto was saying she had to get her album released and she was like, um, she was almost denied a feature because she said an artist, she didn't name him, but she said some little ugly, nasty ass nigga who shall remain nameless. But I'm pretty sure we knew, figured out who it was by um, a process of elimination that this motherfucker was like, you can't get my feature because you ain't want to sleep with me. Ashanti said a similar thing. Like whoever this guy was, was she thought was her friend. He said, oh, you can get these beats, da, 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 da. And when he wasn't going to charge her because we cool. And then when it was time to fucking get the beats, it was like, oh, but you got to take a shower with me or come up with my 40K. That ain't what you said before, little fuck ass nigga. And it was so many men in the comments of that thread I saw it on Twitter that were defending this shit. Like, well, clearly she thought she was going to get something for nothing. Like, are you listening to yourself? He offered something for nothing. Why would she not? Why would she not think her friend wasn't going to do it? And it wasn't like it's for nothing. Let's get that straight. Nigga, you get a beat. And you put a writer on that beat, you're getting something because your beat is getting out there because of that writer. Like, let's not get it twisted. You're not going to just great writers don't just be falling out the fucking sky, bro. You know what I mean? Like, if it was so if it was so easy, then you could write your own fucking lyrics. Right. Then you could write your own fucking hooks. Then You can write your own fucking song. So don't think because you got this motherfucking beat like you're the only nigga with beats. Get the fuck out of here, right? So she gotta sleep with you or give you her 40k after you fucking said um I'm giving you the beat now it's something for nothing. No, it's not something for nothing. Like it's a fucking exchange here. We both get on this track and the track is elevated because of synergy. That's the part a lot of these fucking men be missing is like women are adding shit to your life. Like even if you're going out with a bitch to dinner, like you're getting a good time just from you're paying for this meal, but you nigga. I got dressed for this shit. I got to look good for this shit. I came in here smelling good for this shit. And I'm giving you great conversation. I'm giving you eye contact. I'm giving you warmth. I'm giving you something to squeeze up against. You know what I'm saying? So get the fuck miss me with that shit about I ain't getting nothing. I don't mean I gotta sleep with you, nigga. You got what you got. I got what I got. Like, you know what I mean? Like, let's stop this motherfucking transactional ass bullshit and like do shit. That's the thing about being a happy giver, right? But people don't give shit. You know what I'm saying? With the fucking understanding of like, this helps us all. They give it and they're expecting something immediate, some immediate gratification. And a lot of times it's some unsaid shit that y'all expecting that you're not communicating to a motherfucker. So yeah, if you want sex for the beat, let the motherfucker know up front, bitch, my beat come with dick. Be like, girl, my beats come with dick. And then I'll be like, you know, you keep that motherfucking beat and that motherfucking dick and you go beat that dick, bitch. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> let, let a bitch know from the jump. But y'all don't want to do that. Y'all want to work the shit in there after the song is rolled, after the song is recorded. Now you bitch ass motherfuckers want to come in talking about, I'm, I'm on, yeah, we going to work on the song some more, but let me come over and show you what I mean and all of this shit. Keep that shit right the fuck over there, you tardy ass motherfucking sweet ass nigga. Because a lot of these niggas coming out here real fucking macho, acting real fucking hard. Niggas ain't had no pussy or looking at little girls because they can't get no grown pussy because you a fucking teenager in your fucking mind. Anyway, so, <laughs> so like, like, let's stop with this why women aren't doing what they want to do or why women aren't being more conscious. And I got more to say about that. So let's get down my list because I wrote some shit down. I'm, I'm, I'm staying on track, y'all. A little bit, a little bit. Um, so yeah, so Crazy Bomb. Let's talk about that. So you got women that's getting told they got to fuck for shit. But y'all know men be out here getting told they got to fuck for shit too, right? Don't think that shit just happening to women. The men just don't talk about it. So Crazy Bone was talking about he had a meeting with the elites um, for uh, them to like some... Okay, so like they went to some house. He didn't know who house it was. Like it was very mysterious. And it was like they had to sign an NDA to say they weren't going to repeat whatever was said in this meeting. But he came out. You can pull this up. Crazy Bone uh, Music Industry. And so basically, he was told, they were told in a meeting that, okay, you're here because we, in the 90s, we know rap about to blow up. You know what I'm saying? It's on the ascent. 
And so we know that it's a tool for filling up our prisons because we got a lot of privately owned prisons. Fuck the finance teacher who dumbass tried to tell me it's not private prisons. This shit been going on since the motherfucking 80s and 90s, yo dumbass. Fucking finance teacher gonna argue with me in motherfucking class with his stupid ass Tim, whatever your fucking last name was, Mex somebody, so stupid ass. Um, yeah, some Chase Bank exec, his stupid ass. Oh yeah, no, there's no such thing as private prisons. Prisons are public institutions. Boy, is you dumb? Boy, is you dumb? Like, it's so many private prisons up now. The shit is it's probably more private prisons than public prisons at this point. And so basically they were telling them in the 90s that we want to fill these prisons up because we got stock in them. We paid this money, you know what I'm saying? And we're trying to make sure the prisons stay filled. And so we feel like rap music is a vehicle to do that. So the more inmates we got in here, the more money we making. It's the same thing with schools. The more students they got in there, the more money they get from the government, right? So was you know public schools so let's stop this shit trying to act like because a public institution is public they're not getting private money or they're not getting money or for funding and they can't make a profit at a public institution public institutions can be for a profit let's get that the fuck out the way um you have investors and you can have privately owned public institutions you can have publicly um you can have pr public institutions that are run privately you can have uh public investors in a private institute like it's so much shit like y'all need to fucking stop like conflating with each other like learn some shit go read some shit and go figure this shit out before you come talking to me especially you talking out your fucking neck so crazy bone said yeah they they basically told them y'all gotta have to make this music to uh highlight crime to glorify crime and to get these niggas in the prison so around that time if you were paying attention to hip-hop that's when you saw a lot of these conscious rappers kind of get pushed to the back and all of this killer nigga west coast east coast beef shit moved to the front okay gang culture and all of that shit got elevated so let's like let's stop acting stupid like we don't know what the fuck happened like and so sex money abusing women that shit all became glorified and cool so now we fast forward to women in the industry and y'all want to know why women are talking about sex and money because the same niggas that made these niggas only talk about that shit are running the fucking industry and where the women sign to they not on their own independent fucking labels you know what i'm saying and not only that they're selling music a lot of the times to men and most men i, I can't tell you how many times i post a thirst trap i get motherfucking 50 likes post a motherfucking some me talking about something me making a point me showing my intellect and not my body crickets okay so let's stop acting fucking like y'all don't understand that y'all don't want to hear shit from a female if she not attractive y'all ain't trying to hear shit from a female that's not attractive y'all not trying to fucking y'all will literally tell a motherfucker like and i've seen threads where these niggas would be like oh just shut up and like show us show this you know what I mean? Like, let's just stop acting like y'all y'all don't be out here encouraging this shit. Not saying all of you, but a lot of your counterparts, man, are out here stuck in the sauce, okay? All y'all can think about, y'all, one track mad is sex and money. So women are going to follow suit. There's a lot of women out here who are just being reflections of men. And I'm not saying that as an excuse. They should hide them, hold themselves to a higher standard. And there are artists out there that are doing that, but y'all don't highlight them because they not showing they ass and that ain't what you looking for. Whew. Anyway, because um, even though you talking shit about her, you're looking at her. These niggas, I be on Lizzo post. Why she got her ass out again today? Nigga, you know you can block or mute her, right? No, you're fucking... Not only are you fucking following her, you probably got the notification bell on. You the first motherfucking comment on that motherfucker. Because you wanted to see her ass, bro. They want to get on there typing it out. Oh, this is so degrading to women. Yeah, 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 yeah. So goofy ass out of here. Y'all got some real fucking issues. The Madonna complex is wild, bro. The mama issues are wild. Go fucking resolve that shit with your fucking mama, bro. Because y'all out here looking stupid. You're looking dumb. Okay? So, hip-hop definitely got a prison industrial complex. You got, um, like, this like that Thugnificent episode. <laughs> Like that Thugnificent episode, right, on Boondocks, like, do the homie. Y'all out here got a, a lot of homoerotica out here, and that's where you get, like, the baby coming out, want to fucking talk about niggas sucking dicks. Why you so worried about it? Boosie, talking about niggas fucking in the jail. Why you so worried about it? So y'all need to come out the closet, a lot of y'all, and deal with y'all fucking attraction to other men as well. Like, I mean, I'm not trying to fucking be funny. Like, y'all would save a lot of lives and a lot of hardships of a lot of these black men that's out here acting tougher than fucking they want to be, okay? And y'all out here, y'all out here wanting niggas. 
Like, let's just be real. You hate your mama or whatever the issue is, but you can't, you, you out here taking that shit on women, out on women, when re really you just want a guy. So just go get your ass with the man of your dreams and stop. Like, nobody's judging you except other niggas. When women aren't, aren't judging y'all, for the most part, it's other niggas. We want y'all to go do what y'all got to do. You want to fucking come out the closet, please do it. Because that saves me a whole lot of time. And bitch, we can go shopping together or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> nigga, just be real with yourself. You hate women. Go get your nigga. And we can all go double dating and shit. You know what I'm saying? Go pick out some shoes, bitch. Anyway. um, So, yeah. So, the homophobia, the machismo, the emasculation of black men. And then you get the bug breaking, right? And so, like, you seen that with, uh, not in a more um metaphorical sense or whatever with uh like Kyrie and Kanye and shit how the industry is doing that with them but like um you also like Coolio I believe came out and there's a few other artists that came out and said that they were like put in situations where they were either like drugged and raped or they were just you know what I'm saying they voluntarily committed a sexual act and were recorded and then blackmail for like oh i'll release this if you don't do xyz and here's the contract like try me nigga so like men are being exploited and, and abused sexually in the industry just like a lot of these women are but they're just not talking about it because of homophobia okay but let's let's be real it's a lot of these down low niggas out here it's like a lot and you can sense it because y'all really be acting weird with women, like super weird, okay? Um, so anyway, um, and then you look at like Kanye West, like a lot of the times there's a lot of drugs that are being involved. So like we can all say Kanye crazy and that's fine, he he is. But like you saw him put that text message out about Harley pa Pasternak. And if you haven't, go look that shit up. Uh, Harley Pasternak is his personal trainer. He released, um, Kanye released a screenshot of a text thread in which Harley Pasternak said, I will send you to zombie land again. This is personal trainer, physical trainer. I will send you to zombie land again and your play date with the kids will not be the same. If you look at the whole thread, the way the man is talking, to, the way he's talking to Kanye, a grown ass man, is like he's his little pet. So like, you can't tell me this man is not his handler. And to further back that up, you can go look this shit up. Um, I found a Twitter thread on that shit. That man worked with the Canadian defense he has connections in Canadian fence because why would a personal trainer be able to drug you legally and send you to zombie land? And, and he said again, so it's happened before. TMZ was on the scene one time where they had um, them call the ambulance to his house. So I'm not saying the man is his his handler. I'm not saying he's drugging him, but uh, it all looks like allegedly he is. Okay, um, and so these people are hand like they they had MK Ultra, like they had psyops, like they said all this shit is illegal after you know years of doing it. But we know that they don't stop doing the thing. They just change it and do it better. They just get more subversive. They just go more covert with the shit. Okay, same thing with slavery. Right? We think we're free, but we're really all slaves on a fucking plantation i.e the music industry i.e wherever the fuck you work at you can fucking see that shit is very fucking evident and prevalent uh now so um let me wrap this up but yeah so i feel like uh it's a lot of homophobia that'll help if we would get that shit out like men could come forward and not be afraid to be fucking putting these bad contracts women need to speak out when they being abused in the industry but like to say that women are only talking about sex and money, I get to my other point. Wiz uh, Kid, I couldn't find nothing without no thick ass Nigerian accent talking about the shit, but he was saying hip hop is dead in Nigeria. And I found a, a few people saying some similar things online, like on Twitter. Um, but yeah, like music is boring. You get tired of hearing the same shit, but guess what? I feel like that means you're lazy. There's plenty of artists out there Okay, small artists, local artists that you can support. Go and support your local artists. Go find those other artists. There's a lot of women or rappers that talk about more than just sex and money. You got Ciroc, you got Oshun, um, you got Rhapsody, you got, um, I like Amaretta. I love, um, even like Glorilla, like she may be talking about sex and money here and there, but like a lot of her shit is really more uplifting than anything else. So like, I feel like you're just not listening hard enough. Like Megan Thee Stallion even has a song uh, called Anxiety where she's talking about 
mental health. She even launched her website about that shit. Like she is addressing mental health. So like, just miss me with that. Like y'all not listening. Y'all just only choose to listen to the shit about sex and money because that's all you are being fed. And that's all you really have a taste for at this point. It's like when you start eating a lot of sugar, all you want is sugar. Y'all got to reset your palate for the, for the right shit and look for the right shit. So with that being said, I'm going to get off of here. Um, Oh, another artist, if you're looking for bilingual, I love Danae Suarez. Danae Suarez, she talks about a lot of stuff. She's very, um, she's religious, so you get a lot of that in there um, if you're into that. But I love her. She's very well, um, she's she raw. Like, she's just raw, and she talks about a lot of different things. So um, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. This shit was very passionate for me because I'm a woman in music, and, like, I just hate the idea that people are always saying that they don't like things about music or whatever, entertainment, whatever. Go find the things you do like and go glorify that. If you're not liking what you're seeing, go and amplify the things that you like and focus on that. And then you don't have to worry about the other shit. And then eventually, you know, you'll help grow that in a conscious way to be more um, inclusive of the things that give you know, our arts variety. But until Black people own their own labels and their own distribution, I don't see this stopping anytime soon. But if we just get rid of a lot of these stigmas and things that we've, uh, uh, you know, adopted through Christianity and white supremacy and the way we treat women and the way that we look at sex and the way that we look at um, homosexuality in our community, um, we can we can move forward if we get past a lot of those issues. So, but it's, it all starts with you. So that's all I got for y'all today. I hope y'all have a good one. Thank you. Bye. Take you be